three, two, one. What's going on, guys? What's going on, everybody? What's going on, guys? <laughs> Shit, fire. Uh, yeah, so what's going on? It's uh, episode two of Listen Up, Bub. <laughs> We're here with my longtime friend, Chandler Davis, a.k.a. The Twig, a.k.a. Twig Slaps, a.k.a. Jeff Big Daddy Smack Daddy. What's going on, man? What's up, man? How's it going? I mean, I know you're pretty pissed. I'm pretty pissed. This is the fucking third time we're recording this shit. I mean, holy hell. My iPad keeps dying. I don't know what the hell you're going struggling, with it. man. Yeah, right now I'm recording on my phone. I got 24% of my phone, so it should be good. Didn't really prepare too much um, before this. I should have, but I wrote down everything I needed to write down for this shit. So we'll hop right into it. We'll go over the topics for today. Um, we're going to try to knock out the topics pretty quick. Not the topics, but just try to knock out the, the discussion for the topics. Or shit, I'm not, I don't even know what the hell I'm saying. So anyway. Today's topics is the review of the predictions for yesterday that I had um, on my final four, or the whole bracket, and then we're going to have Twig's thoughts and then his bracket for the NCAA tournament. Then we're going to do MLB discussion for um, – because yesterday I didn't, I didn't even talk about the MLB at all, and, but we're going to do that. We're going to talk about Mike Trout and his new contract, um, the, the whole team predictions and MLB player awards, like who's going MVP and Cy Young and stuff. So hop into that later. We got the NBA discussion. Uh, we're going to talk about teams in the play- that are going to make the playoffs and teams that aren't, like the Lakers. They're not going to make the playoffs, obviously. So, and we're going to have a recap of last night game of last night's games because it was uh, a lot, a lot of playoff games going pretty much. Um, so, yeah, we'll hop into that later. NFL. We'll talk about the NFL. The Giants GM Dave Gettleman speaks about the trade for OBJ and how it was good for their franchise. We're going to hop on over to gaming, Call of Duty as a whole, and what's be- what it's becoming. Um, is Fortnite really dying? We don't know. We think it's – I mean, we'll get into that later too. Um, Apex Legends Season 1 released today. And pushing for NBA, when is that going to get patched, Mike Wayne? Come on. I mean, Jesus H. Christ. When is it going to get patched? And then Twix thoughts on more games having eSport modes in it to keep the games competitive. That's it for all our topics. We'll dive into those like we just listed. So we're going to hop right in with the NCAA tournament. Twig, I apologize for both inconveniences. This shit has just been a shit show. <laughs> I mean, holy moly. <laughs> yeah, so, we'll see if we can make this one third time the charm. Hey, third time's got to be a charm. So like we were talking about before, we are going to go over my final four. So my final four, as everybody knows, I tweeted it. I put it on the podcast yesterday. We got Duke, UNC, Purdue, and Murray State. That's my final four. Murray State being a Cinderella team, Purdue being a big upset team over in the South region. Twig, who's your final four? I'm going to have to go with Duke, Gonzaga, Virginia, and North Carolina. All number one seeds. All number one seeds. Yep. I've filled out brackets multiple times. Ever since I was young, high school, whatever, and I've always had the Cinderella story and 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 the upsets and all that jazz. And yeah, yeah. you know what? It just doesn't work, buddy. It just don't. Okay? <laughs> just the t- the teams are work. good, and they're good. Okay, there there's no 16 seed upset. It's just not gonna happen. Yeah, okay? not. I don't think. Yeah, definitely not this year for a um, upset. I don't even. Hold on, let me look at this. We got the one playing game as a 16th seed. That's it. I think we only have one playing game for a 16th seed. Yeah, I, I think that's correct. So, yeah, I don't know about it. We're going to hop on into the um, the East region. Let me pull this bracket again. Jesus Christ. NCAA bracket. 
let's have a look at it. So I know Duke is obviously number one seed, like we just talked about. We're definitely me and Tweak both having them move on. Not much going on over there with um, North Carolina Central and North Dakota State. So Duke easily moves on. UCF yesterday, I talked about VCU because in recent history they don't go to the tournament. Um, they're going to do good. They're going to beat UCF. But change my mind, Taco Fall, big guy, not going to be the difference maker. It's going to be the point guard for VCU – or, I'm sorry, UCF. Twig, what are your thoughts on that? I think UCF takes this, man. I mean, the, the nine-eights are always a, a good, tough matchup here. But I think I think UCF's going to be a little too much for VCU to handle. So, yeah. we're, we're going to see a UCF and Duke matchup in uh, the round of 32. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. I agree with that. Um, so then we got Mississippi State Liberty. I want Liberty to win. They're the 12th seed and 12 five seed or five 12 seeds always end up being really good games. Uh, a lot of upsets on the five 12 seeds. We were talking about that before, but I think Mississippi State takes it. What do you think, man? I'm with you on the Mississippi State, man. I mean, when you get those those power five conferences playing playing the Big South and SoCons and stuff, I played. I play baseball in the Big South, obviously. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're they're good. They they play Division One, and they they have the good talent. But I mean, those Big South, the Power Five schools are are a tough matchup. I think uh, Mississippi State takes this. Yeah, Mississippi State's probably gonna take it just because SEC school, a lot of more like just a lot more talent there. I don't see Liberty. I'd like to see it. You know, they're close to home. Big South, like you said. I mean, Big South is like a conference close to us, and for Division One back in our hometown. So, yeah, Mississippi State takes it easily. Uh, moving on to the 4-13, Virginia Tech, St. Louis. Who you got, man? Well, yeah, I'm going to go with Virginia Tech. And I know you're you're St. Louis all the way on this one, but uh, Justin Robinson yep. coming back with a, with a broken ankle or, or twisted ankle or sprained ankle or sprained foot, whatever it may be. He's been out for a while, and I think he's going <laughs> to – I think he's going to cruise on that plane – yeah, uh, thirty thousand feet in the air, and I think he's going to land in California with some fire coming off of him. And I think he's going to he's going to take the ball and he's going to run with the boys. So fire we're, we're, in the sack is what you're saying. Okay. We're going to have to go Virginia Tech. Well, okay. So with me, Virginia Tech's been a flip flop team all year, and they've just been kind of iffy. I don't know, man. I mean, they beat Duke, but yeah, they beat Duke. So I mean, I don't know. That that was home court advantage. We're moving on to neutral court. St. Louis has been fucking dominant. Not dom. Okay, okay, hold on. Let me rephrase that. They've been yeah. dominant. They've just been good the first two rounds. Um, they're a really good upset school to pick by history. So I'm I'm going to St. Louis. They're going to be my first upset in this bracket. So we're going to go on from there. Maryland is going to face the winner of Belmont and Temple. I'm sure you have Maryland winning. Yep, absolutely. Yep. Okay. So we're going to move on from that. That's a pretty quick one. Uh, LSU, Yale. Who do you have on this one? LSU all the way. Yeah, Tiger. Yeah, yeah. I don't see uh, no Ivy School making it too far. So, yep, yeah, LSU wins that. They move on to play Maryland. We got Louisville, Minnesota, 7-10 matchup. Pretty tough. I think I'm going to take Louisville ACC school on this one over the Big Ten school. I just think ACC's better. Got better players, everything, yada, yada, all that jazz. Who you got, man? I'm going with Louisville, man. I, Minnesota and Louisville haven't been two teams that I've – Kept my eyeballs on throughout the year, so I'm with, I'm gonna just go in the wind on this one and go with the seven seeds. So. Yeah, yeah. ACC yeah. and Louisville, I'm with you. Yeah, when in doubt, I mean, you in tournaments, I always go with the higher, or yeah, the lower seed being the better team. So I, th- I guess is that right? Yeah, lower seed seven. Yeah, okay, right. sure, sure, yeah. <laughs> so we'll move on to that. 
the last team in the East region we got, or yeah, the last game in the East region, Michigan State and Bradley. I do you know who Bradley is? Because I, I don't, I don't have a fucking clue. Buddy, your guess is as good as mine. I'm gonna go with Michigan State. <laughs> yeah. We'll we'll hop on with the old MSU fucking Tom Izzy. He's gonna move on. They're gonna be playing Louisville, Michigan State, Louisville. Who you got on this one? That's another Big Ten ACC matchup. You know that's, gosh, that's a. That's a tough one. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Michigan State. Yeah, they've been there, they've done that. They're I mean they're just a good team. They're well coached. It's gonna be fun to watch, but I think Michigan State pulls it out by by five. I'm with you. Oh five. Whoa, whoa. I don't know about five. I think um I think they're gonna do the damn thing, but I don't know about five point. They're gonna. Oh, God, I don't know, man. Louisville's just they're not that good this year. I mean, I haven't paid close attention, but they. I mean, I I need to see the record. To even do anything, I had the record pulled up earlier, but shit, fire! I don't know where it went. There it is. Um, Louisville's record this year is twenty and thirteen. Not very good. Um, it's about as we wouldn't say that's the best. Yeah, that's not the best, but yeah, I mean, we're easily going Michigan State on this one. But then again, we we can't obviously it's opinionated. We can't sit here and go off the records, um, especially when it comes to March. But we'll see. It's gonna be fun to watch. You can't go on the record, especially when it's an ACC school and they play in ACC conference play. So they're definitely going to play a lot more better teams than Michigan than State. Michigan State, yep. Which would you agree the Big Ten's third best conference? Who, yeah. Who would you? I, no, no I, I agree with you. Michigan, okay. uh, the Big Ten's got some got some power schools in there. So it, yeah, it used to be Big Twelve. They used to be really good at basketball players. And even the Big East, man, with Georgetown in the Big East. I mean, the Big East used to put put some. Put some teams out there, so Shit. Yeah, I don't think it's yeah, called it's the Big East anymore. I, honestly, I, I, I don't think, know if it is either. I think it's the Atlantic East now, which I think it's. I, I think that's what St. Louis is. In. I could be wrong. Don't quote me on that. I think St. Louis is in that, but it's. I don't know why they changed it from Big East. Big East sounds way better. I don't know why you change the conference. Fucking damn, that's stupid. Anyway, moving on from there. So we got Michigan State being Louisville. Moving on to the Sweet Sixteen. Then we have LSU versus Maryland. I have LSU winning easily. I don't know about you. What's going on? I have I have LSU versus Michigan State. So, yep. um, oh, is that, I, is I that think... okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. So I got LSU, it, yeah. Michigan State, Sweet Sixteen. Got you. Yep. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with LSU on this one. I think right. the, I think the SEC school comes over comes over the Big Ten and and it, it'll it'll be a close one, two, three seed. But I think LSU takes it. Okay. Um, I'm gonna ask you a question. Who you got? Michigan State, LSU. LSU. Okay. Okay. I'm with you on that. I have LSU also going to the Elite Eight. I think the SEC has been – or they've been really good in the SEC this year. They've got a record of – I think it's 28-6. and six. I cannot see. It's a little blurred out. 28-6. and six. That sounds right, 28-6 or 26-6. and six. One of the two. Either way, they got six losses. They're playing Michigan State in the Sweet 16. I think they'll beat Michigan State. LSU has been really good this year. A lot better than Michigan State. Both have same records. Um. Yeah. So – We'll move on from there. We got Duke versus UCF. Who you got? I got the boys in blue, baby. The Dukies. You, you got the Dukies. I got the boys in blue. The big one and only Josh Haynes loving Zion Williamson. <laughs> Zion he's there Williams. and he's dominating. He's dominating. Hey, I'm a big Zion fan. Zion's my favorite player in college this year. I watch. I've watched a lot of Duke games this year. I, I fucking love Zion. He's an animal. An absolute animal. And people think that I'm a Duke fan and because and, I tweet about it. I, I'm not a 
I'm not an any particular college basketball fan. I am a college basketball team fan. I'm a college basketball fan. See, 18-year-olds competing their butt off, playing in some of the highest level of competition. I'm with They're you. good. I think the fans – I personally think the fans ruin it sometimes. So, I like good competition. I, I like the boys in blue over there across across the state or a little bit up the road here at Kentucky. So, Josh Shane's I. I'm I'm gonna throw you a bone and say I like I like the Kentucky Wildcats. Too. I like Kentucky too. Now I'm not I'm not gonna call myself a fan of Kentucky. Right, exactly. I like I like see. Okay, so I will never actually pull for another team besides. Or no, I'm sorry. No, uh, let me rephrase. I will never have another team besides Notre Dame. But I like a, like it's different in college football and college basketball. I'll have, I have have a lot of teams that I watch in college basketball. And then right. there's and in college football you have a lot of games you watch, not teams, because there's a lot of good games. But you only pull for one team in college football because it's that diehard. And then in NCAA right. basketball, it's a lot different because there's yeah, you can you can flip around. I'm yeah, not, I'm not I'm not going to call myself a fan of any other team besides Notre Dame. So yeah, we'll we'll move on from this subject. Um, I do have a, a question to ask you at the end of this whole tournament discussion, but we'll get to that later. We're gonna move on. We got Mississippi, uh, Mississippi State. I have them facing St. Louis. You have them facing Virginia Tech. Who you got in that one? Where are we at here? Where are we at? Where are we at? Mississippi State, and you got Tech. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I have. Uh, so I, I had Mississippi State. Is oh, that where? Is that where we're at? Yeah. Yep, Mississippi State versus Tech for you. I've got St. Louis on yep. this one. I've, I've so got okay. Mississippi State going, going, going with Duke there. Mississippi State okay. and Duke, right? Yep, that's correct. Yep. So I've also got Mississippi State beating St. Louis. So we're back on the track. Um, Mississippi State versus Duke. Who you got on that one? The Duke. Duke the Duke, uh, yep. can't go wrong with Duke. I mean, if anybody's going to beat Duke, it could be Virginia Tech. And Virginia Tech's got a tough road to get to Duke, in my opinion. So, if anybody – okay, so let me phrase that. Okay, so Sweet 16, Virginia Tech could beat Duke, but they got to get there first. And then Duke's got to play LSU or Michigan State, depending on the winner of that game. But we got Duke versus LSU. Me and you both have Duke and LSU. Who do you got on that one? Uh, Duke. I also have Duke. I think it's going to be a really, really, really close game. Really close game. AC versus SEC. Um, I think it's going to be too much Zion, too much Zion, too much Zion. And too much Zion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amen. Uh Uh-huh. We're going to crack us open another one there. So, we got the Dukies in the Final Four. That is a quick one. Moving on to the West region, the Zags, one seed, going up against number – the the sixteenth seed playing game that is the other playing game. I apologize earlier. I did say there was only. Let me let me check. Let me double check. There's not any other ones. Nope. I uh, and yep. Yeah, okay, so there's only two sixteen seeds and playing game, and they're both in the, the east and the west. So I mean, we're not doing the picks on the sixteenth seed because those already happened, and I don't even know who's in yet because I have not looked at that. I probably could pull that up, but. That's another – at a later time. So, we got Zags. Probably me and Tweak both moving on from the Zags. What do yep. you think? Yeah, yep. I'm with you there. And then we got 8-9 seed Baylor and Syracuse. Who do you have on that one? I'm a, I'm going to pull against the Tim the Tapman Syracuse boys. I'm going to go for Baylor. Oh, shit. I got Syracuse winning that one. That's uh, – That'll be know, a fun one. I know that's ACC versus Big 12. Um, I just think Syracuse could do it. I don't know. Is, okay, so did you hear about the news with Jim Bayham? I did. You fucking hit a guy. Yeah, I did. <laughs> he fucking killed a man in his. I, I don't know if he's still coaching. He is still coaching. Yeah, he, he is. He, that, yeah. 
bananas. Okay, it blew yeah. my mind right there. You just blew my damn mind. Okay, so Jim Beheim's coaching. I'm definitely pulling for Syracuse, the fucking serial killer, Jim Beheim. Moving on from me, you got Baylor. Move on to the Marquette-Murray State game. Probably the best game in the first round. It is, I agree. I'm going with Murray State on this one. Okay, Murray State. I also have Murray State. Marquette also has a really good point guard. It's going to be a really good matchup. I can't remember his name either, but they have a really good point guard. So, yeah, Marquette, Murray State, Manny and Twig both have Murray State moving on. Moving on to Florida State and Vermont, I have Florida State. Who do you have? I'm gonna go with the with with the Florida. I'm gonna go Florida State Seminoles here. Tyler Clark will keep chopping, kid. That shit. We don't know what team he likes anymore. I think he's a UVA guy again. Oh, probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Florida State's been hot at the end of the year. They have I don't know how many games. Um, I don't know how many games they've won at the end of the year, but I know they're hot. They moved on. They did really good in the ACC tournament play. They actually beat Virginia to play in the ACC championship against Duke. Got beat by 10 against Duke. I think they're going to do really good in the tournament. I have them – actually, I, let me rephrase. I, no, no, no. I have them getting beat by Murray State. I don't know about you. FSU, Murray State, who do you have? I'm I got interested. FSU. I got okay. FSU, okay. man. Okay. I think, I think the Cinderella – I obviously have Murray State going to the Final Four in this, but – that's a big spoiler. We did the we we did the final four before we did the whole tournament. So that's all right. Either way, that'll be okay. Murray State, I have them beating Florida State. You have Florida State beating Murray State. So we'll go down the line again. I, I was just really interested in Twig's thoughts on that one. I didn't know if you think it's gonna be a good game. I do. I think it'll be a great game, but I think I think yeah. Florida State will pull it out. Yeah. I don't know, man. That's gonna be that's gonna be a tough one. I I want to see what the bet line is on that one. Hopefully, those teams both play each other, but we'll see. Moving on, we got Buffalo, Arizona State, St. John's playing game. I think Arizona. I think I think St. John's is gonna win the Arizona State playoff or playing game. So that's an 11 seed playing game. That's pretty weird. I wonder. I don't. I think the other playing game was who was it? There's one more playing game. I might have missed it. Oh, it was no. Never mind. Okay, so scratch that. So we got Buffalo between the Arizona State St. John. I think that's going to be a really – so depending on who wins the, the playing game for the 11th seed between St. John's and Arizona State, Arizona State kind of depends on if Buffalo moves on. Now, Buffalo is 31-3 and three right now. That's a good-ass record. Yeah. I don't know if they can beat St. John's, though. I think St. John's plays a little bit tougher basketball than Arizona State. I'm, I'm I'm going I'm going Buffalo on this. That, that, You're that going record, Buffalo no matter what. Yeah, that that record gives you gives you confidence going into a tournament like this. So yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with Buffalo. Neutral court's gonna have a big deal or a big factor in it, but I think it just all depends. So if it's St. John's, I'm picking St. John's. But if it's Arizona State, I'll move on with Buffalo. So we'll move on from that. Either way, so we got Texas Tech and Northern Kentucky. I have Texas Tech. I'm Texas Tech all the way, man. Gotcha. Three versus 14C. Got to go with the three C yeah. on that one. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we got Nevada and Florida. Nevada's got a 29 of four record. That's a pretty good damn record right there. Going up against 19 and 15 SEC Florida. Who do you have on this one? I got Florida. I, I also have Florida. Florida. I, just I got, I got Florida on this one. Um, have, I have watched a couple of Florida games this year. Well, I, I think they're probably going to beat Nevada. Um, it's just my my opinion, as well as yours. Um, moving on, Michigan versus Montana. I got Michigan. I got Michigan. Yeah, no, 
no brainer there. there. Yeah, 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 definitely. So then we got Michigan, Florida. I got Michigan. I have. Let's see. I got Michigan in this one as well. Yep, Michigan. I mean, it'll be. I think it'll be a close one at first, and then Michigan's just gonna pull away in the second half. I'm with you there. Yep. So then we got um, the winner of the six and eleven seed Buffalo and St. John's Arizona State versus Texas Tech. You have Buffalo versus Te- Texas Tech. Who do you got? I got Buffalo. You got Buffalo beating Texas, Texas Tech. Tech. Yes, wow, sir. Wow, 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 ladies that, and gentlemen. That, that's big, ladies and wow, gentlemen. Wow, 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 wow. Mark wow. that that's one on your calendar. I, I will mark that down. I'm going to I'm tuning into that one. Yeah, so, that'll be a good one. I actually have St. John's playing Texas Tech as the 11th seed, so it'd be 11 3. I got Texas Tech winning. It doesn't matter either way. If Buffalo played Texas Tech, I still got Texas Tech. So. Texas Tech moves on. They play Michigan. I've got Michigan in that one. Who do you got? I have – I got Michigan. Yeah, you got Michigan versus Buffalo. Yep. Okay, so you then you got Michigan. Okay, gotcha. Michigan moves on to the Elite Eight. Down. So then we got Florida State versus Murray State. We've already discussed that. I got Murray State. You got Florida State. Yep. So moving on from there, we got – okay, so you pick Baylor. I pick Syracuse. We got the Zags playing either one of those. I think um, the Zags pull it out. What you got? I got I got the Zags in the final four. Man. Yeah, you got Zags in the final four. That's right. So Zags move on. They play either. So you got them playing Florida State. Yep. I got them playing Murray State. I think Murray State upsets Gonzaga. Crazy, I know. Wow. We got two really. I don't know what. Do you know what conference Gonzaga is in? Because I have no idea. Uh, I'm out. I, I think, don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm out. I think they're in like the MAC or something. It's like some conference with Boise, Boise State. So, either way, Murray State, if anybody anybody has a chance to go and play Michigan, it's really Florida State because Florida State's played tougher basketball than Gonzaga. So, I think Florida State – well, let me – hold on. Take that back. Gonzaga's got the best – one of the best players in the country right now. It's a Japanese Amen. player. I can't remember his name. Yep. You're exactly right. But I think they play in the West Coast Conference, by the way. West Coast Conference. Gotcha. So, yep. So, God, dude, this shit really stumps me. Like, I sit here and I think about this, and I take this shit to bed. I sit here and think about it in bed. So, um, God damn. I don't know. I might change. Uh, no. I still got Murray State beating Gonzaga. You got Gonzaga beating Florida State. God, but that player – I watched Gonzaga play Duke early in the season. That was early, early, early in the season. They – Beat Duke pretty convincingly with Zion, but that was also early in the season. They were a new team. I I don't know. John Moran, I, I just like John Moran. I, I just think Murray State's going to be that Cinderella team. So, we'll move on from that one. You got the Zags. We've already discussed this. Moving on, Virginia Gardner-Webb. I've got Virginia. You've got Virginia. Pretty easy decision. Yeah. I hope they get upset. That'd be great. <laughs> That'd be great, man. They get upset by fucking Gardner-Webb. Wow. I'm, I'm putting some money on that one, too. Because that's, uh, that's probably going to be a good uh, little bet line they got there. So, then moving on there, we got the 8-9 seed. Ole Miss versus Oklahoma. Who you got? I'll always go with the 9 seed, Oklahoma, baby. Oh, shit. You have went with every 9 seed. You're yeah. actually insane. Um, I oh, – man, that's, that's a tough one. I don't know. I haven't really followed either team. Have you you got any idea on either team or you just go with 9 seed? Uh, I'm just going with the 9 seed on this one. Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, I think I'm going to take Ole Miss. I'm going to go with 8 seed on this one. We got Wisconsin, Oregon. Oregon. Oregon's my dark horse. They're also not my Cinderella, but they're my dark horse. 
I got them beating Wisconsin. See, I I got I have Wisconsin. I watched Oregon play the other night, and I wasn't too impressed. So, okay. missed a lot of shots around the perimeter. Took too many crazy shots. I'm I'm gonna go with Wisconsin on this one. Gotcha. I think uh, I like the I like the crazy shooting. I think that's gonna pay off for them. I think they can do something crazy in tournament time. So I got them playing. Um, so I'm sorry, I got them moving on. And then we got Kansas State versus UC Irvine. Uh, UC Irvine's got a 30 and five record. That's 35 games played already. It's a lot of wear and tear on the players. Who do you got? I got Kansas State, baby. Yeah, I, I believe I do too. If, I mean, it's not going to matter if they didn't play 35 games or 25 games. I still right. think Kansas State would beat them. So we'll move on from there. Villanova, St. Mary's. Who you got? <sighs> I got Villanova. The, the, that, that, yep. That's a tough one, but I'm, I think I'm going to go Villanova. A tough one? Really? You'll be surprised. Ooh, St. Mary's. I haven't really paid attention to St. Mary's. Um, yeah, defending champs. I'm taking them. I'm taking the Novas. Uh, we got Purdue, Old Dominion. Purdue all the way. School. Yep, I got Purdue as well. As you, they're in my final four, so I got them beating Villanova. <laughs> um, anyway, moving on. We got Cincinnati, Iowa. I'm taking Cincy on this one. I'm taking Cincinnati. I saw them play the other night as well, and they they look pretty good. If they come in, if they come in playing like that, then yeah, Cincinnati's um, going to be. Cincinnati's they're going to give Tennessee hell. They're going to give Tennessee hell. And Tennessee and uh, Colgate. <laughs> I don't, what's the thing they're playing? <laughs> I can't read this. It's so blurry. It looks like Colgate from here. You're um, exactly right. And let me tell you something. Tennessee uh, fans should be worried on this on this matchup. Here's why. Colgate is in the top 75% of three-point shooters. Tennessee cannot defend the three ball. Good luck. Oh, Go Colgate. Shit. He's got Colgate being Tennessee. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the arena. We got fucking Colgate getting upset by on Twigs bracket. That's pretty crazy. Honestly. Um, Tennessee's good. I honestly have not watched a lot of Tennessee basketball. I just see a lot of shit about them, whatever. I did watch them play Kentucky one time. It was at Kentucky. Kentucky beat the dog shit out of them. Kentucky looked perfect, though, on that night. So, can't really take away too much from Tennessee. Um, 29-4, it's a good record, especially in the SEC. Or, I'm sorry, SEC, Jesus. So, I got Tennessee beating Colgate. Tennessee, Cincy, who you got? <sighs> well, I have – I got Cincy Colgate, and I'm going to go with Cincy. Cincy Colgate going with Cincy. Gotcha. So, I got Tennessee beating um, – I got yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I got Cincy playing Tennessee. They're going to beat – or Tennessee's going to win. And then moving on from there, who we got? My um, iPad just crashed once again. What do you know? That just threw my brain everywhere. <laughs> I don't know who's trying to look at the bracket. And we're on. Let's go with Virginia, Oklahoma. Virginia, Oklahoma. Where are you at on that one? Um, I'm taking Virginia. You got. I got Virginia as well in the final. Yeah. Four. Okay. So I had Mississippi. So yeah. Okay. Gotcha. 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 We'll go on to Wisconsin and Kansas State, the four and five seed. Wisconsin. Okay. So I'm back now. Um, I actually have Oregon playing Kansas State. I got Oregon beating Kansas State. See, I, I have Wisconsin beating Oregon. I'm going to go Kansas State and beat Wisconsin. Kansas State beats Wisconsin. Gotcha. All right. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. All right. So, we got Villanova-Purdue. Gonna be, I think it's going to be the best game probably out of eh, – no, nah, definitely not. Um, but, yeah, Purdue-Villanova. I got Purdue moving on. I got Villanova. Mm-mm-mm. So, then we got Purdue. Oh, okay, so you got Villanova beating Purdue. You're a, a wild man. Purdue. Have you watched Purdue this year? I have. But Villanova is that tournament team. You're right. I'll give you that. I'll give you that one. Um, so we got you got Villanova, Tennessee. Who you got? 
Or no, you got Cincy. I'm sorry. Uh, I have Villanova going all the way into uh, – let's see here. I got Villanova until I get to Virginia. So you got Villanova in the Elite Eight. Until they get to UVA and then UVA wow, puts wow, them. Wow, 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 UVA oh, puts, them, like puts them back. So. I really like that, honestly. I like your bracket a lot. Not because you have all number ones. That's pretty crazy. But that you ha- you actually had some, like, some pretty decent picks that I don't think about. So you actually did your research on Colgate, Tennessee. I didn't. I just assumed Tennessee would win 215. I haven't done any research in this bracket besides of what I paid attention to this year in college basketball. So I have Purdue playing Tennessee in the Sweet 16. I got Purdue beating Tennessee. And then we'll move on from there. We got UVA versus – who you got, K-State? Uh, no, I got UVA in the Final Four. Yeah, but you're, they're playing K-State in Sweet 16? Uh, yep. And then you got UVA. I got, yep. I got Oregon beating UVA. How do you feel about it? I've really upset you three times with that Oregon pick. <laughs> yeah, you, you're killing me with the with the Ducks, man. I mean, just stick to football, boys. I, I just can't believe in the Ducks on the basketball court. They if got they wings had, on their court, man. You just can't believe in guys like that. If they had Bowl Bowl, man, they'd be nasty. I have them in the Final Four beating Purdue. So, I got Purdue and Oregon. You got UVA and who? Uh, That's the UVA Colgate. You got Colgate going to the Elite Eight? I'm sorry, UVA and Villanova. Okay, you scared me. Oh, that's what you said already. Jesus Christ. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm everywhere right now. I'm looking at so many teams on this bracket. You're confusing me. We're in the the Elite Eight of the South here. Elite Eight of the South. Yeah, Virginia, Tennessee. Yeah. I mean, uh, (laughs) you got – no, you got Colgate, remember? (laughs) I got Villanova. Virginia, Villanova with UVA winning. UVA, okay. So, I got Oregon – and Tennessee. I'm sorry. Oregon and Purdue. Don't okay. tell me. If you say Oregon, I'm no hanging it up. Shot. I told you my final four. I got Purdue. Oh, yeah. Purdue, Purdue, Purdue. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay. Moving you on. Down to last, the Midwest. Last, last, yeah. last region we're discussing, and then we're moving on to something bigger and better. Yes, sir. Um, UNC, Iona. I don't, I don't know. I'm going UNC to the final four. I got them in the championship game. Yeah, yeah. The North, Carolina, the North Carolina Tar Heels are just good. I mean, if you want to be honest, okay, hold on. No, we got to actually discuss some games. Um, so moving on, yeah, Utah State, Washington. I think Utah State's gonna pull it out. I'm sure you got the nine seed. I got the nine seed. Of yeah, Washington. God damn you, man. God damn it, you got the nine seed <laughs> always. Um, we got Auburn, New Mexico State. I got Auburn. The way Auburn's been playing, coming off the fire with this SEC championship, you got to go with Auburn. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Okay, so Kansas, I. Don't know about Kansas. I haven't heard shit on them. They play Northeastern. I'm sure that's an Illinois school. I don't know. But either way, Kansas, Northeastern. I got Kansas moving on. I have Kansas as well. Okay. Then we got Auburn versus Kansas. Who you got? I'm telling you, man. Like I just said, Auburn coming off the SEC championship They're victory. They're hot. hot as a hot tamale. Maybe. Keep them rolling until they get to the old they, UNC Tar Heels. They beat Tennessee. I don't know. Is it three times? Let me check. Let me check. Let me see if how many times Auburn's beat Tennessee this year. I really need to see the stat because we've got a lot of Tennessee fans in our area. Auburn first 10. Let's see it. What's the what's the meeting? Um, that was on the SEC Championship. I need to see the full meeting. 
Um, sorry to keep everybody held up here. I really need to see this because this is a big deal. Um, that's okay. So I'm not going to dive down that fucking rabbit hole anymore. That was just, they're talking about football and I accidentally clicked on it. So fuck that shit. Moving on. Um, Auburn versus UNC. Who you got? I got UNC, baby. I think Auburn's going to keep it close. They're not going to be able to hang with UNC. UNC plays at a very fast pace. Um, Again, UNC, I really need to find out this point guard's name. He's filthy. Um, It's Kobe something. Derek Lee knows what I'm talking about. Kobe, let me find him. Let me find him. Give me a second. Where is he at? They got Nazir Little, too. Nazir Little was like a top ten pick in the draft before the draft. They got Kobe White, number two. Best point guard yeah, in the country. Yeah, he, he's he's solid. He, and he, he's a North Carolina native, man, so he's going to he's gonna be trying to do everything he can for the for the Tar Heels there, being a freshman. Mm. Yeah. Um, he's pretty gross. So then we got um, – so I got UNC beating Auburn. Um, but it's gonna be a close game. They're not gonna be able to hang with Auburn, or they're not gonna be able, Auburn's not gonna be able to hang with UNC. So moving on, we got Iowa State and Ohio State six eleven seed. Who you got? I got uh, Iowa State. Got Iowa State winning this one. I got you. I got Iowa State as well. Um, we got Houston versus Georgia State. Who you got? I've seen Houston play a few times, and and they're you impressed? Uh, yeah. Not not bad for a Houston club. So we're gonna go with Houston on that one. I don't even know what fucking conference they're in, but they got it. They can't be bad. All right, so we got um, moving on. Walford versus Seton Hall. I have uh, I have Walford. They they put the the local ETSU Bucks out, so I'm gonna go with Walford in this one. I got Seton Hall American East specialist tournament specialist Seton Hall. They're gross. I got Seton Hall beating Walford. Moving on, UK versus ACU, a.k.a. I don't know how you pronounce that, Abilene Christian. Gee, I don't know how the hell they meant the tournament, but they're in it. <laughs> I'm going to go with the old Wildcats on this one. Yeah, definitely. All right, so UK versus – you got Walford. I got Seton Hall. I definitely have UK moving on. I have UK as well. And then we got Houston versus Iowa State. I have Iowa State. I got Houston moving on. You're a psychomaniac. I like it. Got UK versus Houston and or Iowa State. Who you got? I got UK. UK, 100%. UK, UNC. Toughest game in the bracket. Toughest elite day game in the bracket. It's going to be so much fun to watch. I know. I can't wait. Josh Haynes, I've loved you since day one, but i got to go with the Tar Heels. Yeah. They're They're just just really good. They're the second best team in this country. Correct. It's like it's not even close. It's just they play so damn good under Roy Williams. I don't know what it is. They just play so damn good. I agree. Okay. So the question I wanted to ask you at the end of this is, should NCAA players get paid? Yeah. What do you think? Yes. And and here's why. Okay. Here's I'm, why. Yep. I've, I've been there, right? Not on some of the level as other players, obviously. Right, the amount of things that they bring into a university is not describable. Okay, 
they they bring so many fans. They bring so many uh, different, diverse cultures that people don't even realize. When you have looking at it from a baseball baseball side, you have thirty five different players from thirty five different cultures that go out and compete. That they're not fans at that point. They're they're supporters. They're paying to see you play. They're supporting you. If yes. somebody is paying to see you play, you deserve to be paid. Why well, should why should you pay, right? If I'm going to see a Duke and UNC basketball game, I'm paying to get in that game, and none of these players are getting a cup from it. Right. Um, I'm with you. I'm with you. I think NCAA players should be paid too. But you look at it this way. You just said players should be paid because people are paying to watch them. So, yeah, think of it this way. Not public high schools, but, you know, private institutions like Oak Hill and uh, the fucking – the one in Florida, the the really good high schools. IMG. IMG. Well, yeah, IMG, and they got another one too. The, uh, the one Ben Simmons went to. Um, really, really good high school for basketball and other sports too. But either way, you look at those like private institutional high schools. You're saying they should get people pay to watch those players play. Do you think they should get paid too, or what? Nope. And here's the reason: people pay to watch Virginia high school play, a two A high school in Virginia. They haven't earned it yet. That that Division one, that NCAA athlete, that that mark is where you deserve to start okay. getting paid. That's where you've earned it. I got another thing for you too. We got Division Two players. They also play at a very high level, not as high as level as Division One and um, the FCS schools like like Liberty. Liberty's an FCS school in football, but not in in basketball. I don't know if they are in basketball. I can't really tell you. I don't know if Radford's an FCS. Are they an FCS school in basketball? No, no, no. Okay, so FBS in basketball, Liberty and Radford, but FCS in football, Liberty is an FCS. They have all the requirements to be in the FBS for football. But they're not. So, you're saying FCS players should be paid too? Correct. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So, Division Two. What do you think? Not not on the level. No, I I think they do, man. I really? Mean, I think I think they all deserve to be paid. There's a lot of stuff that there's a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes that nobody. Sees. Okay, I'm gonna hit so. you with a fucking with a hard curveball. UVA wise, Division Two. They're Division Two. You think players that play UVA wise should be paid? <laughs> <laughs> just think about it. Just think about it. I'm not. No, trying, I'm with I'm you. Not trying to down anybody. UVA was. I no, I'm with, was. I'm I was with committed you. to UVA was. That's where you have to get into of what they're bringing in, right? Mm-hmm. That's right. when you get into of, of what they're doing for the university. There's a lot of stuff to get into. It. I to, just to start out, if you're going to pay any any players, just pay Division One athletes at this moment, and then see how it goes. I think here's what should happen. There shouldn't be a Division Three. There shouldn't be an NAIA. There shouldn't be a JUCO. Well, I don't know, but I like JUCO. I like JUCO. Uh, there shouldn't be an NAIA, though. And there shouldn't be an uh, – I think it's, I think it's the only four there is. Or five, I'm sorry. So, there shouldn't be a Division three or NAIA. I think they should all be Division two. You don't pay Division two, And you don't pay the JUCO because JUCO is development. And if the farthest you can make it's a Division two school, then you shouldn't get paid because you're not a high-tier athlete. So – you look on it with Division One; they should get paid 100% because they're bringing in a lot for that university. Like, look at Florida State's football. They bring in so much money. It is insane. You look at, like, Alabama. Alabama's won, I don't know how many national titles in the past decade. They bring so much money. Those players should get paid. They should get paid a shit ton of money. Not, not I'm sorry, not a shit ton, but enough to keep their families and them financially stable to where they don't have to worry that, about what they're doing in school. They should have to right. focus on yeah. So I'm with you 100. Here, here's where here's where people get mistaken. Um, 
you say that, okay? So we had this debate the other day. I said somebody asked me the same question: Should student athletes be paid? Yes. Well, they're getting a free edu- free education. That's Correct. wrong. They're not getting a free education. They have to go to class. They have to work hard for the education. So that time that they're putting in, they're working for that education mm-hmm. on top of study hall, on top of team breakfast, on top of films, on top of lifts, on top of conditioning, on top of playing, on top of traveling, on top of everything else. Yeah, so that education up. is is not free. They have to they have to put in the time. Now, do they have extra resources? Yes, because they're out of school four days a week, three days a week, two it, days a week, it, whatever it is. Yeah, and it really takes a certain somebody – to play in a division one school because you're not just playing like high, it's not high school anymore. Obviously it's, you're right. going against people that were, are trying to get to the next level, which is professional sports, which is where people make the big money. So it's a, it's a lot of incentive and you're doing a lot of wear and tear to your body too. So I'm all Great. in getting paid a hundred percent. I think that'll be, that'll be some, when everybody hears this podcast, that'll be, we need some feedback on that. So all the sports fans out there, that'll be, that'll be a good one to talk about. That yeah, obviously Questions, it's just opinionated, but yeah, I actually just thought about that because Zion, that motherfucker should be getting paid millions right now. He, right, he, he could have went out of high school to the NBA. He's insane. So that does it for um, the NCAA basketball side of things. Uh, I don't think we're going to hop into NCAA football. We don't really have too much time about there. Um, other than. NCAA football did do a little, or ESPN did it, but it's like a 64 team tournament. That shit looked insane. That looked like a, a lot of you'd have to cut off, cut out like half the season to do a 64 team tournament. That that shit just sounds crazy. So, anyway, moving on. MLB discussion. My man Twig is here to hit you with some coarse light, cold hard facts. Twig, how do you feel about that Mike Trout? Twelve or I don't know what the, it was. A, yeah, it was a 12 year extension. 12 year. How, how, how old? How old is the man? Uh, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to do the exact, I want to, I want to say 20, 27, 26 is, uh, is my guess. You're walking down for retirement. Um, And that's, he's 27. Okay. 26, 27. Um, so he's around that age. Here's my thoughts. He's the best player that's ever played baseball. Okay. Me and me and a good, Yes. Me and a good buddy of mine, okay? Yes. Go at it all the time. He's Trout 27 years old. Yep. Trout or Harper. Trout or Harper. I've always said Harper. But guess what? Trout's overcome the barrier, right? Best player to ever play. Here's the thing. These players are looking for these big extensions and deals, mm-hmm. i.e. Trout, Harper, Machado. They're looking for that perfect amount for 10 to 12 years, and here's why. These next 10 to 12 years are their careers, Right. That's it, yeah. That this is their careers. They're going to be the best. They want their prime money right now, and and they're going into their prime. These guys are 25, 26, 27 years old. They're looking for that big contract. That way, when this contract's over, all they can do is they can be the David Ortiz that was that he was three three to five years ago. Now yeah. they're just hanging out. You you got to look you got to look at it that way. I mean, they're they're doing that. I, my 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 thing is is that I don't see Trout returning to New, uh, New Jersey anytime soon. So he, you know, he, he he's the you. best player, and and that's what that's. What I, I didn't see Harper that. leaving fucking Washington for long or DC for the longest time, and you know, I'd, he I'd, just I'd, up and left them. I don't know. I guess he wanted. I mean, he's not playing for a title contender. The Phillies right. weren't very good. What well, you got? You got to look at the Phillies now, though. You got to look at. You got to look at. Uh, yeah, Hoskins and Arietta and Harper. And and McCutcheon, I think, is, has made the trade to the Phillies. So, 
you know what? I got to say the, the one thing about baseball. I'm, I'm not a diehard baseball fan. I, I played baseball for 13 years. I, I know what baseball is. I, I know a lot about baseball. I'm not a diehard fan like Twig is. I think the rebuild in baseball is the best rebuilding in any sports ever because they got a farm system. That farm system is so clutch. I mean, you can't do that in football and you can't do that in basketball. I mean, basketball, yeah, they have the G League or whatever. That's a farm system, but it's not as detailed as the MLB is. The MLB has the best rebuild process ever, and it doesn't take that long. It really doesn't. The Cubs took a long time, but when they did it, it was perfect. We won a World Series. I mean, shit was wild, but I don't know. Do you like the rebuild system in the MLB? I do. I do, and and, and this brings up another debate. When you're looking at, at farm systems for MLBs and and different things like that. Those guys aren't getting paid. They're not getting paid the minimum wage, guys. Like these single A players and double A players, they're they're not making that much money. So yeah, that is true. How much time can one guy spend if he has a family? How much time can he spend trying to make his way to the big leagues? That's the question out there for everybody. Is it worth is it worth trying to stay? Is it worth trying to make sign that multi million dollar contract? Or are you putting yourself in the hole for the first five years? You're in single A, and you're making you're, you're fucking you're, working you're making nothing. Working at Mickey D's and playing baseball. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, you, you got to look at it that way. Yeah, they have good rebuild systems. Yeah, they have good farm systems. Yeah, it's a good it's a good way to go because you develop as a player. You, but you're not making anything. So so right. how much time do you put into it before you get to that? Before you say, hey, enough's enough. Yeah, and I think it's after you get the least that final team when you're in single A, and they're like, hey, man, we're going to send you down to rookie ball, and you're like, fuck, what I do? So, right. I, don't, yeah. I don't know. That's a tough decision, especially when it's giving up on your dream of making, you know, the majors. But Exactly. Yeah, so um, I want to give you a quick fact. So Manny Machado is 26, and Bryce Harper is 26, like you said. Um, they're probably, would you say, the three best players in baseball? Um, I mean, besides yeah. pitchers are a different deal, you know. So right, yeah, yeah. Like, yep. you, you got those guys. You got Machado. I mean, there, there's Paul Goldsmith who's in the mix. There's there's Mookie Betts who's in the mix. I mean, there's Chris a lot of good, there's a lot of good good players up there. But when you think of baseball, the first people you think of is Mike Trout. Yeah, I think uh, you think Bryce of him Harper. and Bryce Harper. You think of those guys, and those are the guys. Those are the guys that are judged that are too. Face, yeah. I mean, those he, are the guys that are facing the MLB right now. I think really any star player for the Yankees. I mean, you're automatically going to think because the Yankees are probably the most popular team in the MLB, just because yeah, of New York, absolutely. the Central. And I don't know. I just I don't know. See, I always thought Harper was better, and that's because he went straight out of high school. He did. He was the fucking star for ESPN. All that shit. They are showing all his highlights, no matter what he was doing. Five hundred foot bombs in high school. And then, but you look at the detailed stats. Har- I mean, fucking Harper hasn't done shit compared to this fucking Trout, right? I mean, you got. You there. I mean, Nails tweeted us earlier. He was just giving us the fucking facts, and I was like, "Damn!" I was like, "I didn't really like look into that detail." Of right. Course, I'm not paying attention that close into what Mike Trout's doing over Bryce Harper. I just know both of them aren't doing shit when it comes to the playoff time. But <laughs> that's, that's big facts. That's big facts. But it takes. I mean, baseball is a full team effort. Yes, correct mainly on pitchers if you want to be 100% offense because pitchers are just – they're doing a lot of the defensive work, and then you got your fucking – everybody else is doing the majority part of the offense. I mean, that's just common knowledge. But other than that, I just – I don't even know where I'm going with that, honestly. I just uh, – Trout, Harper, not not too big on the deal. I do know now, after Nails was hitting me with some cold hard facts, but he's an Angels fan, so he could have been a little biased. I don't know. What do you think on – what's your opinion? On the Trout-Harper? Yeah. 
think Trout's better, man. I've I've always said Harper, yeah. like like you said, but you, you look at the numbers in 2018. Trout hit 312, 39 bombs, 79 RBIs, and had 628 slugging percentage. Man, I mean that's those are those are off the wall, man. You know, so when it comes to offensive players, I mean he's the he's got the number one WAR. Okay, right? He's his, his well, hey, Hold on, best. stop, 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 stop. Explain because you like you said 80 percent of the people that even watch baseball don't know what WAR is. Please explain it's, to everybody what WAR is. War is the what it stands for is wins above replacement. Okay, what that is is that's how they determine who to make it simple. That's how they determine who is the best player in baseball. That's it. How much does a player contribute to his team? Wins above replacement. War. How much does a player contribute to his team? That is what they're looking at, and Mike Trout leads that. So, yeah. That, I mean, that's the that's the that's the big picture in baseball, right? That's the that's the big picture. How it's so such a team game with nine players. Yeah. How much can one person do? So that's There's, what wins. Wins above replacement. And, and and another thing, rings don't you don't really look at rings when it comes to baseball like you do you in football. I mean, in football you don't really don't look at rings either unless it's a quarterback like Tom Brady or Peyton Manning or Joe Montana. Right. But in basketball, it's all about rings because one player can change the whole game in basketball. But in right. baseball, you don't look at their rings you look at what they do during their careers and like you, yeah like you said Mike Trout is just insane when it comes to his numbers and I mean they don't he's not really a big ESPN guy either because ESPN favors a lot of players and I mean like ESPN favored a shit ton or a, not not a shit ton but they like they favored a lot of Javi Baez highlights and I noticed that I was like what the hell I was like why are they showing so many Javi Baez highlights and like you, it would make you think that he's going hard for it, the MVP candidate. Well, I didn't hear shit about Kristen Yelich. I didn't right. hear shit about him. I didn't hear shit about Mike Trout. Right. So, and Mookie it, Betts. Mookie Betts right now, he, he's the you didn't hear shit about him. Leonard. Yeah, Mookie Betts. Aaron Judge. What's Aaron Judge doing? So, I mean, that's all ESPN was about. Who, all, it's just, you can't really follow it. Like, if you were, you can't follow ESPN if you want to right. be like a diehard fan. You got to do, you got to do your own research when it comes to it. So, I just looked up this number, by the way. And this is, uh, this is post oh well let's look at um total so mike trout's batting average his career this is career concluded playoffs everything 301 or i'm sorry 307 which that's, is a hall of fame player that's insane that is great that is, that is a hall of fame player easily he yeah. tied right now hall of fame exactly bryce harper's 279 not too bad but let's look at postseason see mike trout in postseason, I think it's like 280, 290, which is not bad. It's still very good. Looking at Bryce Harper in the postseason, it's 211. And he's only played 19 games in the postseason. 19 games in the postseason here, 211. It's a lot of room for error. But come on, man. I mean, that's still like you're the best player on your team. You need to do something. If you're not doing anything, your team's not going to do anything. And they had a lot of good pitching, too. They had really, they, they had great years with pitching. They had Scherzer. They had um, what's the guy's name? Strasburg. Yep. They had, um, God, what's that closer they used to have? They they, I, they still have him. I'm pretty sure he was a good closer. I can't remember his name. Slug would know, but I can't remember his fucking name. Either way, when it comes to Trout Harper discussion, we're you got to go Trout all the way. We're on the Trout bandwagon. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna hop on board with that just because. Who stats. is my AL MVP prediction yeah. for 2019? Is my I was okay. I was about to ask you. You think Trout's going to win the MVP? Absolutely. 
Okay. Well, I'm with you. Um, he didn't win it last year. Aaron Judge, correct? Am I right on that one? I think it was Aaron Judge. Uh, let me just do a double check real quick. Um, MVP. Um, it was Mookie Betts. No, yep. was it? Tyler I want to say. I want to say it was Mookie Betts. Christian Yelich won the NL, and then Josh Donaldson won. Oh, what is this doing? It's just telling me. It, hold on. I looked this up. It says Josh Donaldson won AL MVP in 2015. Christian Yelich won the NL for 2018. Why did it just tell me two different years? What the fuck's wrong with this website? Because uh, so you ain't looking at something right over here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm with you. Um, let me just double check. It, the, a, the AL MVP in 2018 was Mookie Betts. It was Mookie Betts, and then NL was Christian Yelich. Cy Young for American League was Blake Snell. Didn't hear shit about him all year. Exactly. I could have just been in a fucking rock. But and Degrom won it for the NL. Also, you don't. I mean, baseball. You just don't hear a lot of shit about it because they don't. Even it's not a. It's not a. It's not a, a sport. It's it's a it's a popular sport, but it's not a sport that people focus on like basketball and football. You know. Yeah, I'm with you on that because I sure as hell don't focus on it that much. It's I mean it's a long season. It's 162 games. It starts in April and it ends in damn October or yeah. November, really. So, so that's a long. I see that's it's like nine months, well eight months. It's a long, long season. I think it needs to be toned down a little bit. That's my opinion. We think. Got to tone it down for the players, or no? I, I, I think it does. I agree with you on that because look at it this way. It's it's bad. So say say you're going to a game, and Aaron Judge just did a back to back game, and you're going for, um, the third game, that in three days that they're playing, you think he's going to play? Probably not. Yeah, probably not. You're going to be pretty pissed when you you're get there. Pissed. Yeah, exactly. Aaron Judge is not playing. So I think you need to tone it down or separate, do a better job on the scheduling for it because when fans come to watch your damn game, they expect to see the best player on that damn team. They on don't the want to. Yeah, they want to see him with you there. So that's what really hurts the MLB is how long the season is because, for one, fans lose interest after the All-Star break until it gets close to playoffs. Playoffs. And then playoffs. And then um, after that, I mean, I don't I just, I don't know. I think it needs to be toned down at least 100. Like, take 60 games off that damn schedule, man. You don't need to play 160 fucking games. That's just stupid, in my opinion. I mean, this is all opinion aid to begin right. with. This is a fucking podcast, so. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think? No, I'm, I'm with you, man. I mean, 162 games is a ton. I get it. They're professional athletes, but you're, you're just like you said, I mean, you're showing up to watch watch these big names play, and they're going on five games in a row. Three of them are away, and they're coming back home for two straight games. You're probably not going to play. And there you go. You, you're pissed you bought a $70 yeah. pizza and a $15 beer. <laughs> yeah. so, I'm with you on that one, man. I mean, that's just ridiculous. Um, so – Let's go ahead and get right into it. Uh, let's get your predictions for the 2019 MVP for the MLB on the AL and the NL side. I'm gonna go AL Mike Trout. Like I said last right, year, he right. was, last year he hit 312, uh, 39 bombs, 79 RBIs, and 628 slugging percentage. And on the NL, I've already mentioned Paul Goldschmidt. He's such an overlooked player. He hit 290 last year, 33 bombs, 533 slugging percentage, and 83 RBIs. Those are numbers, guys. Those those are those are good numbers. And so he those just are my signed predictions. to St. Louis too after um, being on the D backs. So those are those are my predictions. And you know, I think what's that? 
I was going to say the Cardinals are going to be a team to watch out for, especially as a Cubs fan. I'm kind of scared because we got the Cardinals looking really damn good and the Brewers looking really damn good. There's only one other team in the NL Central, and it's the Pirates, and they're they're pretty shitty. They're rebuilding right now, so yeah. The NL Central is looking pretty tough this year, along with the um, NL East. And then, well, I don't know about the NL West. I got to do some research on that. You know anything about you the NL West? Do- yeah, you got the Dodgers. Got the Dodgers. You got, you got the Dodgers out there. I mean, you got your you got your you got the Padres Dodgers. now. Yeah, so I, I got Paul, Gold, Paul Paul Goldschmidt for the NL MVP, and yeah. then the yeah. AL Cy Young. I got Chris Sale, twelve and four last year, two two eleven ERA. So I, those I are my predictions agree. there. I got to agree with you. Um, I think well, it, the Padres are um, NL West, right? Uh, or the AL? I think they're NL. Could I want to say they're NL. Yeah. Um, let me ask you a quick question. Do you know anything about old Vlad Jr.? I have him rookie as year. the rookie of the year, ladies he, and gentlemen. He plays for the um, White Sox. I'm sorry. Is he on the White Sox Blue or Jays. He's on the Braves? He's on the Blue Jays now. Blue Jays. Okay, no, I'm sorry. I'm reading something else. It's Ronald Acuna Jr. was last year. He was the uh, he's on, He plays for the Braves. Acuna is nasty. I don't know yeah. if you – yeah, he's good. Um, any news and, on Dansby Swanson, a hometown – not really a hometown native, but a big uh, college player back in his college days. You got any news on him, what he's doing for the Braves? He, he's he's going to – got, you got Albies, you got Acuna Jr., you got Swanson, you got Freddie Freeman, you got Josh Donaldson. You just got a lot of big-name players oh. in that on that team. So, are we saying, you, you got, are we saying yeah. the NL East is going to be the Braves? Are we saying I, that? My prediction is NL East Braves, NL Central – are the Cubs and the NL West is the Dodgers. So okay, okay, that, that, I, I, those I'm are, with that. I'm those with are that. my predictions. But but you got Dansby Swanson, who's never going to be a, an offensive player, right? But he's going to be that franchise shortstop that everybody's looking for. A damn so, good glove on the field. You're you're not lying there. Um, so you got him and him yeah. and Albies up the middle. You got Acuna and left left, and then you got Donaldson and uh, Freeman on the corner. You, you're looking pretty it's a good ass team. You know anything about their uh, the Braves pitching rotation? How's it looking? Uh, I don't know. I haven't seen any trades. Um, I, I know they still got Teheran. Um, he, he was he was good for him and big for him um, last year. So I know yeah. they still got him. I haven't seen any trades of, as far as pitching. So if if they keep the same rotation and, and get an arm here or there in the back end of the bullpen, I think they'll be all right. Right. All right. Um, after that, we got – I mean, we got to go over the NL. So we got Paul Goldschmidt for Twig winning. I think – I'm not too – I don't know. I, I might have to agree with Twig. I really would like to see Yelich go back-to-back. I mean, he was good last year. I didn't pay attention too much until it got to the end of the season. Yelich, I don't know how he's going to do coming off the MVP year. I mean, you don't really see too many back-to-back MVPs. I want to say Yelich, but I'm going to have to probably go uh, go, um, go Goldschmidt on that one too, man. It's pretty good. Pretty good pick there. Um, so after that, we're going to go ahead and move on. Well, we got to do our picks for, um, world series real quick. So who you got? <sighs> I'm going to let you go first on this one. Let's so go first. picks for me, I'm going to have Cubs. I'm going to be straight to the point. The Cubs are going to do the damn thing this year. We're not looking too good in the off season, but I think we're, we got it. We're going to get it together this year. So I'm gonna have the Cubs and I'm gonna have the Red Sox. I think the Red Sox are gonna go back. They haven't really done too much either. They haven't lost anybody and gained anybody. I, I, that's that's great. I'm gonna go Braves, and and 
it's overlooked, but the Astros, man, you got Carlos okay. Correa, yeah, Carlos Correa, and those guys are and they're going to put some. Uh, yeah, they just got an extension with Alex Bregman too, five year, hundred million. So, so yeah, I mean, you guys make a player there, hundred percent. We'll see so, how it goes. After that, we're going to go ahead to go to a quick ad. We'll be right back after this. Okay, we're back. Um, we're going to hop on board with a quick NBA discussion. Um, so we got NBA discussion. Not too much to go over with. I don't know how you feel about the NBA discussion. Um, same teams. Um, the only big news, really, it's not really looking – the shakeup's not really too much. Um, only thing you got to worry about is the Lakers really not making the playoffs with LeBron. Um, it's kind of a big deal since he is the face of the NBA and the best player in the NBA. But they're not going to make the playoffs, and that ruins his – I don't know, it was eight or nine or ten or 11. I don't know how many years he's made the playoffs. It's been too long, but he doesn't look like he's going to make the playoffs this year. How do you feel about that? Uh, yeah, that's tough, man. Like like you said, I'm not a big NBA guy, but they're sitting 31 and 39 overall, and they got 1% chance to make the playoffs. And that's if they that's win just, out. They got to win just out. Not, that's win just out. not good. Yeah. That's not good with LeBron. I'm, I'm so, with you there. Um, So, who's your finals prediction? I got – yesterday I said I had the Bucks and the Warriors. I don't know if you've got anything in particular. No, I'm, I'm – nope. I'm with you there. I got the Bucks and the – or the Bucks in the East, the Warriors in the West. Yep. Two best Bucks are 52 and 18, and, and the Warriors on top at 47 and 22 in the, the West. They with a yeah. 56 percent 56% chance of winning the finals. So yeah, I'm, I'm going go go with the Warriors. Warriors got to win it all, 100%. They got the five damn best players in the league. So yeah, got to have to go Warriors. Um, another news: NFL Giants GM Dave Gettleman speaks out about trade for OBJ. Says it was a good trade to get rid of OBJ and rebuild. I don't know about that one, Chief. I don't know about that one. You got Eli Manning um, old. You're about to draft it. You're about to draft. You're not even going to draft a damn quarterback. I looked at the draft news yesterday. You're not even going to draft a damn quarterback. You, you had the mock drafts. You're getting some defensive edge from God knows where. You got Eli Manning. He's goddamn 37 years old. What are you going to do? You need to get Dwayne Haskins. You're dumb. You're letting Cincinnati <laughs> get Dwayne Haskins. You're stupid. Dwayne Haskins shouldn't even be going that far in the draft. I mean, holy shit. I, I was fucking outraged when I heard that today. I don't know. If you paid attention at all day, what he said, I mean, he was just basically saying he was he was settled with getting the two um, first round picks from the, the damn. Uh, well, it wasn't first; it was got a mid rounder and a second rounder, and then they got Jabril Peppers, which is an upcoming young guy that played for Michigan. I don't know how you feel about that. I think it's still a dumb trade. I, I'm I'm with you, man. I mean, I'm going to let you do the talking about the actual trade. I'm going to do the talking of this when it comes. From a Giants fan standpoint, how do you win those fans back after trading one of the best players, right? I'm with you. So, I think that's – I think the fans are the the money the, – the fans are the money in professional organizations. Professional 100%. sports. 100%. The fans are the money. Yeah. When you, I, when you piss your fans off, buddy, you, you, you're going the wrong way. I guarantee that's, the sales drop too. Yeah, that that's where I'm at with that. So. I guarantee their fucking ticket sales drop big time, so – other than that, that's all we got to say about the sports world for today. I know it was a long sports world discussion. We're already an hour and three minutes in, so we're going to have to wrap it up pretty quick with the gaming ads. It's going to be about another – I don't know how long it's going to be for the gaming, but we're going to go through it pretty quick. Um, how do you feel about Call of Duty right now, man? Yeah, I think it's in a bad spot, man. <laughs> it really is. I've been a Call of Duty fan for a long time. You know that. You've Everybody been longer that. than me. Longer than me. Definitely longer yeah, than me. I, I've I've been in, I've been in a long time, and it started off really good. And why did it start off really good? Because that was the only mode, 
right? That was the only that was the only game. You had Medal of Honor, you had Call of Duty, you had those games. Battlefield. Only shoot 'em ups, yeah, hundred percent. Right. Now you get the so, VR. You know where you are. And then you then you got the VR coming into the scene, right? Battle Royale. So I don't think Call of Duty is is transforming with that. But the thing is, okay, we'll get to that later. Actually, we'll get to that later on our last topic of the night, as far as esports and my right. My, I my got you. I'm not gonna hop in that too much for esports. I'm just gonna get your opinion on the whole game, the multiplayer, the blackout, all that shit, and how how you think MW4 is gonna turn out to be because that's that's been the rumor. MW4 with an MW2 and MW3 remastered combined. If they do that, I think it saves them. I think it, yep, I'm with I you. I think that's big. I think that saves them, boys. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. I think uh, that's been the rumor. Um, and how how do you how do we know that it's a rumor? Well, the rumor begins with you. Activision has to talk to the stockholders and that's in their company. They have to tell them what the new game's going to be. They don't tell them exact date, like of uh, the timeline. They don't tell them what's it going to be about, but they got to tell them some stuff. And then the stockholders aren't dumb. They're obviously big Call of Duty fans if they're, you know, in Activision. So they're going to realize, oh, shit, they're talking about remastering a game. That's going to be MW2, maybe MW3, and they're going to make MW4. So that's that. I think that saves them as well. Um, the game right now as a whole, you got you still got too many too many too too too, too many damn microtransactions. Um, you got too much shit added into the game, and, and the game's not finished whenever you release it. That's my biggest pet peeve with the game. Uh, you, we're me and Twig, big esports guy on on Call of Duty. We don't like the game not being finished when it comes out because it means a lot of changes are going to come, a lot of new guns, right. are, the new guns, whatever you know that's going to come along with the game. But I think honestly, in my opinion, I think Call of Duty needs to do a game every three years. So the game has a lifespan and that you can play it. And you don't touch the game too much every maybe six or five months. You don't touch it that much. You let it play out, let people get used to it, move on. And then you come out with another patch, another new shit, and maybe another couple maps that you add to the competitive rotation or whatever. It's just, there's a lot. Because you had a lot of procedures, you got a lot of levels. It takes a lot of time playing. People, they don't, they're not going to get bored of game. People still play Black Ops 3 to this day. And that game came out. What four, three forever years ago? ago? Yeah, four yeah, years ago. Forever ago. So, you got you got people you got people still playing NWR. That game came out right after IW, and that game came out like two years ago. You got people still playing MW2 on Xbox 360, and it was remat. It was um, backwards compatible. I mean, the games are they're not going to be outdated. You just you're coming out with too many games for no reason, and you can use the game and do what Siege is doing and milk it. You got to milk it. You right. got to milk the damn game. And I, that's what I think needs to happen with Call of Duty. That's my opinion. I mean, I'm I'm sure you feel the same way about it. We're, we're both on the I'm same page you. when it comes to Call I'm, of Duty. I'm, I'm with you. I think there's got to be a. I think these these players and the in these video game guys are looking for a balance. Correct. They're looking for a balance within the game. If there's no balance within the game, they can never get used to it. They never they never find satisfaction with it. So yeah, putting a game out that that has balance, that has balanced guns, balanced weapons, balanced maps, balanced rotations, balanced uh, lanes, and things like that. That's what they're looking for. Yeah, we'll get on to that a little bit more with the esports because we're we're both esports guys, so we'll move on to that later for Call of Duty. Um, is Fortnite really dying? What do you think? Short term, yes. Long term, no. Right. So so Apex Legends comes in with a punch, and mm-hmm. people jump right on board. Right. Yep. Boom. Including new me. VR, new, including me. New yeah. VR game. Boom. Ready to go. There are so many multiple. There are multiple companies, gaming companies trying to get a piece of the Battle Royale pie, right? So everybody's trying to push out the Battle Royale modes, the, even the Call of Duty, right? Yeah. Call of Duty does it. 
Apex Legend comes out and, and it's and it's good, right? It's pulling it's pulling people away from Fortnite short, short term, right? That that short term punch in the mouth of Fortnite is, hey, something new. Is it going to be better? Is it going to be what? But at the end of the day, the mechanics, the concepts of the game of Fortnite, i.e., the building mechanism, yep. the the rotation, second, second battles, the, the, the different things that that you have to learn to do. Right, that's what that's what keeps that game alive, and that's what will always keep the game alive. Right. What well, I'll ask you another question after this, but I'm gonna get to my point on Fortnite. What makes Fortnite so good? And I don't even play Fortnite anymore. This is coming from a guy who quit playing Fortnite maybe a year ago. And this man tweaked. He, I'm. Do you still play Fortnite? Correct. Yep. He's a big Fortnite guy. He played it competitively. He likes it. Uh, for me, what it was for me, I didn't enjoy. Um. It, it takes a while. So, like, when you when you hop on Fortnite, you're not going to be good at a lot of things besides just shooting and running. You're not going to be good at the, the second term, which is, makes what elite players are building. And it takes a while to get good at building. And that's that's what sucks for newcomers is, I mean, if you want to be average in the game, sure, you're going to love it. But people that want yep. to be are really competitive, they're not going to like it. So, it really, it really teeters towards um, younger kids and being average and, and stuff like that. I mean, I'm, that being average isn't bad, but if you want to be a competitive player – it's not going to do good for you. So that's my thing with Fortnite. The other question I was going to ask you is, is BR dying? Battle Royale? Is it dying? No. You don't think so? Absolutely, absolutely not. I think it's getting a little uh, repetitive for me. I think uh, I've seen, I'm seeing too many BRs coming out. It's getting flooded. That's the thing. It's getting flooded, just like any other thing. Just yeah. like all these people having YouTube dreams and, and Twitch.tv dreams. Right. The, the, the wannabe ninjas, the wannabe Tim the Tatmans. The, the, the market is flooded. Right, so they everybody needs to take a step back. Yep. Put pump the brakes, boys. Put a sock in it, okay? Put a sock in it. Pump the brakes. Let it let it play. Let it do its thing, and then boom, right. you, you'll see it continue to grow. I'm with you on that one. Um, a new mode I'm seeing come out right now is open world PvP. It's um the Division Two. It's got the, the it's a great it's got really good mechanics and another mode. Is it's kind of like a cops and robbers mode with siege. I don't know if you've ever. Those these are the Ubisoft games I'm talking about. Um, you're not, you're probably not familiar with them. Um, I know you don't play a lot of that, so I'm not gonna right. dive, dive too much into it. Um, other than that, we'll move on. Apex Legend Apex Legends season one release was just today. Um, they added a new character that has jumping pads on it. So it pairs really good with um, you got your man, the guy who um, grapples. I can't remember his name. I haven't played Apex Legends in months, a month maybe when it, since it first came out. But that's that with Apex Legends. Do you have anything to add about Apex Legends? I, I don't. I think I think it's a I think it's a game that will run its course and everybody yeah. will be back on Fortnite here, here before too long. So. That or call it. I mean, yeah, hundred percent. So the other thing we're gonna add is when's pushing going to be patched in NBA Two K nineteen. Um, me personally, I hope soon, maybe, um, hopefully Mike Wang. I mean, they, they said they got the patch ready, so we'll see what happens with that. Um, I don't know. Uh, you, Twig doesn't play too much 2K, so I don't, I don't, I don't The game is just kind of, I don't know, man. I've switched over to NBA Live. I've played a little bit of NBA Live. I just like, um. I don't know, man. I think 2K just needs to take it, also take a step back, like Twig said. Really realize what they're doing. They're charging too many microtransactions. Um, 
they're just I don't I don't know, man. Two K used to be really good, two K seventeen. And it was prime two K. Like a lot of people would um would say. Um Twig right now is having some technical difficulties. That'll be okay. We're um pretty close to wrapping up this podcast. I just was want to talk about two K for a second. Really want to get um Twig's thoughts on esports, so we'll see if he's able to come back in soon. 2K for a minute, and then we'll hop back in with Twig uh, with the esports. So, um, with 2K, I have a really big bone to pick with 2K. Um, All right, everybody. Um, I just want to let everybody know that um, the podcast actually shut down. So, hopefully, I get the auto back. And if it does, you're obviously going to be hearing it. Um, Twig got disconnected, then it shut down me. I don't know what's going on with the app. We're going to have to address it with the uh, people over at Anchor. But we were talking about 2K. Um, I'm not going to get digging too deep. That was the end of the 2K talk. I just uh, Pushing patch was really the only thing we're looking at. And then eSports, we've talked about it mainly. But we're not going to dig in deep with everything. So I um, appreciate everybody listening, um, all new listeners. And people who have listened to the last episode, thank you for listening again. Uh, if you like this podcast, please follow. It helps out a lot. Um, we're trying to... Really keep going and uh, get a sponsorship, hopefully soon. Um, our new, or our episode one of our first podcast is, should be up on iTunes and everything here soon. So thank you guys for watching, or thank you guys for listening. And we'll see you guys again later for the next episode. Take it easy.